0: Sometimes how you feel or the negative impacts on you sometimes feels like you can't control it, um, but your physical health is something that you can control. Mm-hmm. Um, making sure you work out, making sure you're eating healthy so you feel your best, making sure you're rested, hydrated. All those things can make you feel better and you know, give your mental health the best possible chance you can get in a, a tough time like now. that's one thing I usually suggest to people too who are uh, maybe struggling with a tough situation or going through anger issues or sadness or whatever Is that you can kind of funnel that energy into your workout and you can kind of work through it a little bit more and kind of um, find solace in some of it if you're able to you know express that energy through a workout or something like that
1: What's the connection between our minds and physical movement? How did my trainer help me and his other clients focus on movement and our well-being during quarantine and these difficult times? We'll explore these things and more while getting real, immersed in truth. The Grit Podcast, getting real, immersed in truth, intersecting hard conversations with the gospel. We seek and speak the truth about what's going on around us. I am your host, Rebrina Riddle. This is episode six. September is Self-Care Awareness Month, so that's what we're talking about today. In future episodes, we'll discuss mindfulness, breathing, and stretching. Also, emotional and spiritual self-care, or soul care. Today, we're going to focus on the physical aspect of self-care, We wanna take care of ourselves since we are a vessel in which the spirit dwells. 2020 has been a year of stressful and even traumatic events. Natural disasters, COVID-19, more people becoming aware of racism and racial injustice, the loss of normalcy, death of beloved icons in history, athletics, and the arts, political divisiveness, our polarized country, if you're in the US, and sadly, polarization as Christians. Many of us are on autopilot, just trudging through, trying to get through the week, the day, and for some, the hour. Many of us are anxiously awaiting for 2020 to be over in hopes that things will improve. Well, Jeremiah 30, 17 tells us, but I will restore you to health and heal your wounds, declares the Lord. That's not just physical wounds, that's emotional wounds too. Well, today I'm talking to Jeremy Miller, owner-operator of Red Zone Fitness and Training Center. He has a master's degree in business and a bachelor's in exercise and nutrition. Jeremy has been a fitness trainer for nine years. One thing I'd like to say, if you have health problems or a chronic illness, please see your physician before you start any workout. All right, let's get started. All right. Welcome, Jeremy. Thanks for sitting down with me today.
0: Yeah, thank you for having me.
1: My pleasure. Okay, so uh, we know each other because I work out at your gym, uh, Mm -hmm. Red Zone Fitness. um, And you are a killer trainer. I say you are brutal.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I'll take that as a compliment.
1: Yeah, I bet you do. And uh, anyway, I appreciate it, though, because uh, it's a quick workout and it's very, uh, it's intense and it's thorough. Mm -hmm. And so that's what I appreciate about it. But I wanted to talk to you a little bit today, you know, about mind-body connection and about during this time that we're in, it's a difficult time. It's a lot of stress, chronic stress. And um, just kind of how we can move through that physically, like keeping ourselves in physical shape during this time. Because intuitively, uh, most people don't want to do anything. Uh, Before we start that, though, I wanted to find out a little bit about you. So why don't you tell me about yourself? You know, what made you choose to get into the fitness field? And, um, you know, how did you get to own your own gym?
0: Yes, so... Fitness, um, I was a really young age when I kind of got into some of that stuff, Uh, maybe as early as like 12 or 13 years old. Uh, It probably started like many other people, you know, like um, being insecure about your body. Um, Just maybe mine was more on the opposite side of the spectrum. Uh, I think it kind of sparked just, you know, like when I was younger at school, a teacher would tell me like, oh, you're too skinny to play football in high school. Um, And some of that stuff just kind of hit home a little bit. And um, maybe want to change my body. And I knew, uh, you know, fitness, nutrition, things like that were going to be how I did that. So that's where I kind of got passionate about it. Um, And then since then, you know, it took me all the way through uh, to the University of Nebraska. I studied uh, nutrition exercise. Um, You know, naturally, I then became a personal trainer. And that kind of led me through years of personal training, uh, one-on-one personal training, group training, things like that. Um doing a lot of health coaching. So I had a lot of experience um, dabbling in a bunch of different stuff. So I kind of narrowed in uh, the things that I thought worked well with people. Um, you know, then I ended up managing a gym for a while. and then um, eventually I parted ways with that gym. Uh, but I had still a community of people who um, you know were wanting to follow me to my next venture, training that sort of stuff. And I didn't really know. Uh, what I wanted to do as far as that meant. Uh, Mm -hmm. But I had a lot of support, um, a lot of people who believed in me um, and kind of pushed me to open the gym. So um, it kind of started very organically like that um, with the community. So I think that's what holds it strong today with the community aspect um, and what makes it kind of a special place. Mm -hmm.
1: Yes, I would agree. We do have a a special community, and uh, the people are very encouraging and motivating. And we give each other a hard time sometimes, Mm -hmm. and so there's a little bit of a camaraderie there. And uh, what what are your age range? Because I'm in the older age range, but you also have some younger people.
0: Yeah. Yeah, so I mean, kind of my whole point with the workouts are trying to make it available to everybody, whether it's like your first time working out ever, or you're somebody who's been working out for a while and are trying to uh, make things more intense, more advanced. So I wanted to have um, all those different points to it. So it does leave it as a pretty wide range of uh, demographics as well, too. As far as young people can get a lot out of it, those that may have a lot of limitations can still get a lot out of it. It's kind of just. you know, you get out what you put into it, that sort of idea Mm -hmm. where you kind of control that sort of thing. And then I'm there to make sure uh, you're pushing yourself, you're being safe, different things like that. So um, the wide range is pretty wide. And, you know, that's kind of one thing that I like about it as well.
1: Okay. Well, you know, I've heard people talk about the quarantine 15, (laughs) Mm -hmm. where they've gained 15 pounds or more. Uh, during yeah. quarantine or limited outing, social distancing. And was that a concern that you had for your clients initially?
0: Yes. Yeah, so just the idea of uh, people being ordered to stay at home, um, not leaving, um, just that in itself kind of creates more inactivity um, and maybe like boredom snacking and things like that, where you're just kind of sitting around. So it kind of naturally bred inactivity. Um, which is just kind of uh, not a great path to try and fight up against, especially when you're trying to stay fit and motivated. And um, It just kind of causes some mental clouds and stuff as well, too, when you start, you know, when your life kind of gets turned upside down. So the quarantine 15 kind of came naturally with um, the idea of being ordered to stay at home.
1: As COVID-19 hit our state, as many of us did, we went online. Jeremy challenged us by setting up Zoom workouts where he recorded himself working out. As quarantine restrictions lifted, he opened slowly for a few people at a time. Then he would record the workout uh, for the group and for the rest of us at home. He incorporated challenges that focused on our mind and our body and something he called the quarantine games. And my group in particular, the 5 a.m. group, we would get up and do it together in our home so that we could see each other. And it was a, an accountability. And okay. so that was very helpful for us in particular, but um, you also went a little bit above and beyond because you offered um, some challenges to help the clients stay active and engaged. And uh, why don't you tell us about the quarantine games as you, coined it, and what what that entailed uh, as far as your Zoom workouts and all the other things that you uh, put into the challenges.
0: Uh, Yeah, so uh, I kind of saw it coming a little bit. Um, We were a little bit further behind than other places, so um, you could kind of see what was, you know, the, the fate that was coming. So I wanted to make sure I prepared ahead of time. Um, I knew I was going to go online for those times where we had to be shut down. Um, but I knew I also wanted to do more than just Zoom alone. Um, you know, trying to stay motivated um, when you're stuck at home all day. Uh, I felt like it would be kind of hard just to, you know, get on just to do the Zoom workout. Uh, so that's when I came up with the uh, 2020 Quarantine Games, just as like a fun way to stay motivated, uh, like competing for prizes by completing tasks and things like that. So It was kind of like a new challenge each week. You have different tasks to complete um, during that week. And the more tasks you complete, the more points you get for various prizes, like supplements, um, free challenges, different things like that. Um, You know, the various tasks were uh, things like participating in the workouts. So it was stuff that kind of helped you do the things you were supposed to be doing anyways to kind of keep you on the ball, Um, making sure you're doing the workouts, going for walks, meditating. Um, different things to keep on your diet, um, participating in the members group, uh, different things like that, just to kind of um, stay positive, look at the bright side of things and just have that little bit extra uh, to keep you motivated um, throughout that tough time, which kind of did the opposite effect, which kind of made you want to sit around and do nothing.
1: Right. I remember one of the things you had us do on social media was, uh, have a gratitude moment. So you said what you were grateful for. And I thought that was really important at that time because when you're caught in that much um, stress or doubt and uncertainty, you know, to focus, you know, okay, what is there that I can be grateful for in this time? And so I thought that was really good and helpful. And um I think you did also very well because when the gyms were able to open back up, which we did, and although I was a delayer, I, but you still, you still mm-hmm. sent out those Zoom videos for people like me. I just wasn't quite ready to come back yet, and you were very respectful of that, and so you would still do the recordings, and you still do the recordings um, yep. for people who are still uncomfortable, and uh, it's been a few months that we've been uh, open again, so... Uh, you had a, one client come back, and I think she had lost 20 pounds or something like that while on quarantine. And how did that make you feel as a trainer, and what do you think it did for your client?
0: Yes, yeah, so there was a few people who really latched on to the quarantine games. Um, probably a handful of people who it worked really well for them working from home, changing their schedules. So it was something to kind of distract them um, from you know, the negativity and dwelling on some of the facts. So um, you know, that was part of the reason why I went into like the gratitude post. It just kind of makes you change your point of view and try to look at things from a positive angle instead of looking at negative and then it only compiles and makes you feel whole, a whole lot worse about the situation. So a few people w- reacted really well to the quarantine games um, you know, staying active, uh, watching your diet, being accountable, different things like that. Um, and those people specifically, you know, did lose upwards of 20 to 30 pounds, um, during the uh, quarantine time, which like we spoke about earlier is usually the opposite effect where you're gaining that amount of weight, not losing that amount of weight. So Mm -hmm. it was really nice to see that. Um, and this was some people who you know joined right before, uh, quarantine hit too. So Uh, The person who I think you're talking about specifically, she joined right before the close down. So, um, you know, not already having that routine in place and being used to the healthy habits and stuff, I can imagine it's that much harder to try and change your habits and things like that. So it was very impressive, uh, her motivation and dedication. Um, And it is satisfying to see people reap the rewards of their hard work and um, being able to see the changes it makes in their personal life too, maybe building self-confidence to do things maybe they wouldn't have otherwise, like taking specific risks or um, more uh, self-betterment and things like that. So um, it's uh, a great opportunity to help people and it it pays off when you're able to see the positive impact it makes in people's lives.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah, you're actually really good at, at looking at the positive uh, I've noticed because sometimes when I weigh in or I'll measure and the area that I want to lose I haven't lost as much maybe a teeny tiny, but then I've lost a lot in another area and I'm always like, oh really? And you are like, yeah, but look at this, you know, and so you're really good about uh, Showing you have to you have to think about what the progress that you've made and be satisfied with that progress and the other will come. Like keep keep trying, keep making that progress, and it'll come. But there is something else about you. I remember I asked you, because you're know, former military, and I asked you, have you ever been in the military? <laughs> and you said no. And I was very surprised, because you are very much like a drill sergeant. <laughs> you will double if we start complaining too much, oh oh, you don't want to do that, okay, let's do it ten more times <laughs> so uh yeah, that it's kind of funny and kind of not at the same time,
0: <laughs> but yeah, that was i try to that. I try to dance the line of being <laughs> funny, and you know that's not funny anymore
1: yeah <laughs> I would say that is very true you you do that um. But you you keep us motivated that way also, though. Okay, there's been a lot going on with us, too, as far as uh, not just COVID. uh, You know, there's been a shift in how we do things. We've had about, you know, six months of stressful situations, like national disasters and um, a lot of people say when Kobe Bryant and those the people in the plane when their plane went down, that was extremely mm-hmm. you know, sad and stressful for people. and then it just seems like one thing after another, you know after that, you know the um, racial and justice awareness and rallies and you know regular losses like graduation, mm-hmm. uh, weddings, you can't have the wedding that you wanted to have. Can, so can you talk about the mind-body connection of health and the effects of long-term stress? and um, why it's so essential to take care of your physical self.
0: Yeah, so especially this time um, when most people's lives have been turned upside down, uh, a lot of people losing their jobs or not being able to do uh, their usual things that they're regimented throughout the day. Um, But I do think uh, your mental health and your physical health are both equally important. Uh, You can't really do one well without the other. You know, in seemingly stressful times like this, it's easy to slip and become negative and struggle to see the bright side of situations. Um, But I am a strong believer in the healthy body to give your mind the best opportunity to stay healthy or recover from a mentally tough situation like the times we're in right now. So um, sometimes how you feel or the negative impacts on you sometimes feels like you can't control it, Um, but your physical health is something that you can control. Mm-hmm. Um, making sure you work out, making sure you're eating healthy so you feel your best, making sure you're rested, hydrated, all those things can make you feel better, and you know, give your mental health the best possible chance it can get in a, a, a tough time like now.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, the and the physical part it it also affects the mental or emotional because of your endorphins and uh-huh. you know the hormones that are increased. Uh, in that time so that is takes a uh, that also affects kind of how you look at things
0: yeah Um, like the stress relief of working out releasing endorphins things like that and that's one thing i usually suggest to people too who are uh maybe struggling with a tough situation or going through anger issues or sadness or whatever is that you can kind of funnel that energy into your workout and you can kind of work through it a little bit more and kind of Um, find solace in some of it if you're able to you know express the energy through a workout or something like that
1: yeah and your workouts they're actually pretty short they're usually I only say short in time (laughs) Uh (laughs) because sometimes they don't feel short but they're about 30 minutes and that's what attracted me to the workout Um, so what is your goal during that short span of time uh, like you know, the the purpose of your cardio strength training, because usually you you do um, like a full body. So what does your typical Mm -hmm. workout consist of?
0: Yeah, so I'm a big fan of the high intensity interval training or the HIIT training is what is, you know, coined as as well. Um, It's kind of the idea of getting a lot done in a short amount of time, just by making it more intense. Mm -hmm. So spurts of high intensity for a short period of time, you take a small break, just enough breaks so you could do that spurt of high intensity again, um, which is spiking your heart rate. You let your heart rate recover for a moment. You spike it up again. So that increased intensity uh, causes you to exert more, burning more calories. And then you throw into the mix uh, strength training, which is working on your muscles, building muscle, cardio, core focus, things like that. So you're kind of getting a well-rounded workout. And then the high intensity able enables you to break it down quicker in a shorter period of time. So it makes it like equal to like maybe a two hour workout if you're going at like a slow pace. So mm-hmm. it's just efficient for time, which works really well for, you know, so fit into busy schedules. And so it makes it feel like the workout isn't as grueling and then you kind of spread it out to full body. So, you know, if you're one of those people who want to do it every day, then, you know, you're not so torn up. You can't do it again the next day. Mm hmm. So it's just finding that balance of all of those aspects.
1: Yeah, and you usually try to incorporate a variety of different exercises. Um, Like you'll do dumbbells and straps. Mm -hmm. Oh, slam balls.
0: Yep. Yeah, so the the variety of equipment. Uh, I'm a big fan of muscle confusion as well. So it causes your body to always have to adapt. If you do the same thing every day, like let's say you go on the elliptical every day for 30 minutes, then your body will adapt to that fairly quick. Whereas if you're throwing this and you do different timing, if you're doing high reps one day, low reps the other day, then you're always kind of hitting a different stimulus on your body. So your body's always struggling to adapt, which is also uh, causing you to progress more because your body's trying to adapt to those um, different things you throw at it. Mm -hmm. So, which also, it makes it more fun for me as a trainer to come up with new workouts and new angles and keeping it fresh, but also the clients as well too, who don't want to feel like they're doing the same thing every day and, you know, want to have variety and see what new thing is up next and that sort of idea as well.
1: Right. And then you also incorporate healthful eating. So why don't you talk about how you incorporate your meal plans? Mm -hmm.
0: Yeah. So, um, you know, with the base membership program that we have, uh, I offer three things, fitness, nutrition, and accountability. So the accountability and nutrition side leaves it open for members to sit with me and we talk about uh, nutritional guidance, such as maybe setting calorie goals, maybe not uh, macronutrient goals. Um, but we start out very slow, just kind of um, trying to figure out what's gonna work best for you, what lifestyle you're trying to change, different things like that. Um, I'm uh, a big believer in, uh, you know, not following one size fits all meal plans, different things like that, just because uh, people's bodies react to things differently. People like to do things differently. So uh, I usually try to stick to finding a balance of eating well um, and not making it so strict that, you know, every other day you're not even able to follow it correctly or anything like that. So it's definitely more habit building. Um, finding that balance than it is uh, trying to be as strict as possible
1: so you so you have the the basic um, membership and then you offer other challenges like one we sh- we had mm-hmm. just talked about was the quarantine games that was a challenge, and then um, you've done other challenges in the past and you currently just started one. oh well, actually it will start. <laughs> <laughs> we'll yeah. start at the end of August. <clears throat> and why don't you talk about when you start those challenges, kind of what they entail <clears throat> and how long they yeah. usually go. How long do your challenges usually go?
0: Yeah. So the challenges are just kind of a way for either members or non-members to just have an opportunity to get uh, specified um, training. So like members may get more attention on their diet, uh, maybe have special exclusive workout sessions um, that come with the challenges. So there's just different ways to go above and beyond to do the little bit extra, um, but also for an opportunity for non-members to hop in and things like that. So um, the most progress I've seen out of people are the ones that are um, taking the opportunities to do the little bit extra, pushing themselves in different ways, different stuff like that. Um, and these are typically uh, four to six week um, challenges that usually come with like a meal plan, Uh, measurements of keeping track of your progress like body circumferences or body fat percentage Um, the accountability of workouts and just the community setting as well too like most of the time they're competitive based like uh, completing tasks or um, checklists of things Um, and then you get prizes just to kind of outwardly motivate people to do the little bit extra things or um, do the extra stuff they typically wouldn't Uh, for like example this one we have coming up which is the back to school challenge. Um, This one is a little bit different. Um, It's kind of uh, uh, a charity challenge. So we're gonna be donating half of um, all entrance fees to the LPS Foundation for kids and teachers in need um, during this tough confusing time for schools and stuff. So um, it's just an opportunity to give back, but also give opportunities for um, people who are looking to make a healthy change in their life as well.
1: Mm-hmm. Okay, well, um, this has been very good. I'm so glad you sat down with me. Um, I have to say, personally, I I don't remember what I weighed in as, mm-hmm. or when I weighed in before quarantine happened, but I know it was before quarantine. And then maybe three weeks ago, when I did my fat percentage, I had lost, I think, almost uh, nine, Is it 9 was nine pounds of fat well I can't remember it probably,
0: it probably could be I, I would have to double check my memory and it's not yeah, good I think, enough yeah I think to, that's what you to said be able to do that but but yeah so it definitely was probably like nine pounds of fat
1: yeah so that was actually encouraging uh to me that oh okay and and to be honest you know I slid off you know during quarantine uh, too you know yeah. but uh, just the the, the, those Zoom workouts really helped because even if I didn't get up with my 5 a.m. crew, I would still work out on my own because I had a video that I could use. Uh-huh.
0: And, th- and that, and that was something cool that um, was not even anything I had a part of was the, the 5 a.m. crew, where they kind of, uh, as their own, um, grouped together, logged on to Zoom together, did the previous day's workout. Um, and that accountability group was really cool to see on top of everything else we were doing.
1: Yeah. That 5am crew, they rock. I have to say that they're very, they're very encouraging and they, they actually is a really good community. Even when yeah, we're I not really in the gym, we get together I don't really have much of a
0: negative thing to say about, you know, the, the community as a whole. So, so far it's been really high quality community and I think that's, um, what, Kind of members that attracts, so I think we're on a really positive path, and we're a couple months away from the one year mark. So it's kind of crazy to think I know. that it's already almost been a year, but yeah, um, here we are.
1: Yeah, that's awesome. Okay, so um, how can people get in touch with you if they're interested, or where can they go to find information?
0: Yeah, so I do have a website, uh, Red Zone fitness Lincoln.com, okay um which has my contacts as well too but on facebook red zone fitness and training um you can always just shoot a message there or you know look at whatever programs we have available there's usually some sort of special going on to come check out a couple free workouts or a free week um, just to see what it's like and then we have a bunch of different offers beyond that as well too
1: yeah, I have to say it can scare you though the first mm. week. Don't let it scare you because yeah. I it was very intense cuz I hadn't done anything in a long time when I first started and it was so intense. But the more and I only went 3 days a week, you know, at first and um but the more I did it, I could tell my endurance has gotten better and better and better. So I'm glad I stuck with it even though I was pretty nervous every time I went. (laughs) It's very (laughs) very intimidating at
0: first. um, But once you start progressing, getting stronger, uh, losing fat, noticing differences, that's when it starts to get a little bit of addicting where you're like, oh, I can't do this. All I have to do is, you know, figure out your reason why of what motivates you. And then it's a lot easier to do the things that aren't so easy, like changing your diet or coming into work out on days you don't want to. But. Um, Once you kind of align your goals correctly, then um, it kind of becomes somewhat of a healthy addiction to come in and, you know, get your workout in.
1: Yeah. All right, Jeremy. Thanks a lot for sitting with us and talking to us about this. Uh, It's an important subject to talk about keeping yourself physically healthy in such chronic, stressful times. And um, I will see you on Friday.
0: I will see you on Friday. All right.
1: Remember, if you have health problems or a chronic illness, please see your physician before starting any workout. As Jeremy stated, proceeds from the September Fitness Challenge will go to the Foundation for Lincoln Public Schools. I'd like to give a shout out to my Old Dark 30 Jesus crew. Our name comes from the fact that it's Old Dark 30 when we get to the gym, and we love Jesus. You can find Jeremy's information and the link to Red Zone Fitness website and Facebook page in the show notes. Also, there's a link to an article about physical movement during these difficult times. Don't forget to subscribe and rate us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your pods. Connect with me on Instagram, at Robrina Reddle, and my Getting Real, Immersed in Truth podcast Facebook page. The podcast is produced by me, Robrina, and Handcrafted Studios. Original music by Handcrafted Studios composer, Michael Coffey. You are not alone. September is also Suicide Awareness Month. Please reach out to someone if you need help. You can also call the suicide hotline at 1-800-273-8255. Remember, you must take care of yourself before you can take care of anyone else. Until next time, keep your grit up by getting real while immersed in truth.